This is Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on your official home of the Flames. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. What a way to kick off the week. Welcome to Sportsnet today. It is Logan Gordon along with you. We are moments away from taking you live to the Scotiabank Saddle Dome as the Calgary Flames and Brad Treliving mutually agreed to part ways this morning. Don Maloney has been promoted to your president of hockey ops position. And will fill as interim GM as the search for a new general manager begins immediately. We will hear from Don Maloney and President and CEO from CSEC, John Bean, in just moments. You heard Eric Francis and Ryan Leslie on the Eric Francis Show breaking down this news. We'll have Pat Steinberg, of course, with Flames Talk coming up. But to break it all down, we will begin things now and head immediately to the Ed Whalen Media Lounge. Get you every minute of this press conference. Brad Schilling out as GM. Here's John Bean and Don Maloney. Joining us, uh, just quickly on your rundown, um, joining us today are the, is the president and CEO of Hockey Operations for the Calgary Flames. Opening remarks from Don, followed by Don, and then we'll get into uh, some Q&A, some opportunities to ask some questions to both John and Don. So with that, I'll turn it over to John B. Awesome. Thanks, Peter. Uh, good afternoon, and thanks for coming down on such short notice. Uh, earlier today, we announced that the Calgary Flames and Brad Tree Living have mutually agreed to part ways. Brad's contract expires on June 30th, and he will not return as the Flames general manager for next season. On behalf of the Flames ownership, management, and fans, we want to sincerely thank Brad for his nine years of dedication to our organization and our city. You'd be hard-pressed to find a harder worker and a harder manager than Brad. He brought the best to the rink each and every day, and for that, we were very grateful. But as an organization, we need to move on. We're pleased to announce that Don Maloney has been promoted to President of Hockey Operations effective immediately. He will also hold the position of Interim General Manager. Don joined us back in 2016 and has held the position of Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations since 2017. Don's experience is extensive and includes nine seasons as the Executive Vice President and General Manager of the Arizona Coyotes and ten seasons as a member of the New York Rangers front office serving as the team's Vice President of Player Personnel and Assistant General Manager. Don's first priority will be to help us secure the services of a new General Manager, and that's a process that will begin today. And at this time, I'll turn the mic over to Don. Yeah, thanks, John. Um, today is not a good day for me. It's not. Um, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs start tonight, and uh, we're not playing, number one. Number two is... Uh, Get emotional, sorry. <clears throat> you know, Brad Tribling is a 
good friend. He, uh, <clears throat> and I think a very good hockey man. He left us um, for his reasons. But we move on. And uh, I, I do want to thank the ownership group of Calgary Sports and Entertainment. Um, I was certainly John for keeping me on. Uh, you know, I might have, if I was in their place, I might have took me to the city line and told me to face east and start walking and never return <laughs> based on the job we did this year. Um, my first task uh, from John and the ownership is to do a deep analysis of this season. Um, we uh, we uh, had a team, have a team that I believe um, should have been in the playoffs, not only make the playoffs, but to be a, a team, a hard out in the playoffs. We didn't, and we, uh, we uh, failed to achieve, uh, and that starts at the management level, which I was a part of. It's uh, the coaching, the players, the training, the entire organization. We have to do a deep look in how we operate, how we make uh, decisions, and, uh, and fix it. We have a good team here. We have good players here. Uh, no question we'll be back next season better and hungrier, but uh, you know we can't just keep talking about it. We have to do it. So uh, I'm, uh, like I said, it's very, very mixed uh, feelings on my part um, that I'm here, but uh, we're going to uh, work very, very hard to bring a championship team uh, to Calgary, and that's the goal. Okay, with that, we'll open the questions. Don, what's your timeline in terms of uh, hiring a general manager? Um, right now, I'm still, Eric, in the evaluation process of the, the team. Um, in my role, my former role, I, I was around the team a lot, more so in the last two or three months, just to try and get a handle on what, what was going on. Um, I, uh, so I, you know, I, I, but I was still on the periphery of it, I felt, you know, just uh, I didn't spend a lot of time around the, the players. And, uh, um, and I felt that was, you know, Brad and Daryl and, uh, you know, the, that's the voices. Um, so now it's a deep dive for me to, to get to the players, get to the staff, uh, and find out from them firsthand what they think uh, the issues are that why we're sitting here today and not suiting up for a game tonight or tomorrow night. So I don't have a timeline in the sense of, uh, I don't have a list of, uh, of uh, names. Um, one thing, John and I will be working on this together. I, uh, you know, John had a very good suggestion yesterday when we talked about it is to we'll get the, uh, the uh, format in place, the uh, template per se, what do we want in a, in a GM? Uh, what are we looking for? What's important? Um, for Calgary and, and, and uh, you know obviously uh, John has ideas I have ideas through my experience and together we're going to figure out what we need for this group of players and how we bring uh, success here so we haven't started that process I don't see it dragging out for a year and a half nor do I think it's going to be you know Friday that we're going to parade out a, uh, a new manager is it safe to sorry I just want to follow is it safe to say that this was a this came up, uh, together quite quickly for you in terms of your expanded role with the organization. Um, no, uh, well, no. We we had some um, conversations this season. Of, uh, you know, Brad, as you all know, and as reported, uh, was offered an extension. Uh, was wanted back um, in in training camp to begin, and and several times. Um, so there was a point that. Uh, 
John and I had a conversation and in full transparency with, with Brad. Uh, the first thing John asked me, uh, are you guys a uh, uh, partnership? Uh, do you go, guys both go together? And, uh, and uh, my, my feeling was I, I, I like it in Calgary. I like the people. I like the, I like the personnel. I like the, the staff. I like working with them. Um, and really, I, I thought for sure Brad would, would resign. And I'm as close to him as anybody. And up to when he told me Wednesday he couldn't do it, that was the first time that, uh, that the re- reality was that, uh, that he, is, uh, he just needs to take some time. And that, and that job, the general manager's job, I've, I've done it a long time. One of the things John had asked me when we originally met was, um, do you want to be the manager? And I just, I can do the job, I know the job, I've done a long time, but I don't think I'm the right person for this team. I think you need somebody younger, progressive, inventive, uh, hockey acumen and, uh, and background certainly plays a part, but we're going to get the best person we think we can win with and, uh, and then support that person. So, um, so we had some conversations of what happens in the worst case scenario that, John, that Brad does leave. And uh, and this is this is why I'm sitting here today. Getting the input from the players, uh, getting the input from the players. Sorry, were you involved in any of the exit meetings or anything like that? Yeah, I saw I sat in in all the exit meetings um, with all the players, and uh, and we've gone through the coaching staff. I'm meeting Daryl tomorrow, uh, tomorrow or either tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on. He has some family things he's taking care of, and uh, there's a few other things I'm looking at. And I'll be in a better position to, you know, I'll have a better handle on, um, you know, the ideas that people have of why we so badly underachieved. What's, uh, was there any reason Brad gave either of you about why he wasn't uh, going to come back? You know, uh, decisions like this are really difficult. And there's lots of layers to the onion, if you like. And what we're not going to do today is peel back the onion into the layers. Uh, we had good conversations with Brad. Um, Brad and I will remain friends. There's no door slamming, but we agreed that we're going to part ways. And, and there is a perception that management and coaching staff maybe weren't aligned this season. Imagine that was any factor at all? Or? Again, I'm not going to get into the granularity of this. It's a tough enough decision today, and we got to get our eyes on the horizon and go forward now versus uh, grinding through that. John, what, uh, what, what is the status of your assistant general managers or the, the assistant general managers under Brad? Um, they, uh, they're certainly candidates and strong candidates for the position. Um, but we also realize we, we, we would be short-sighted not to go out there and find the, the best candidate. And maybe, they, maybe one of them is. So um, we haven't even started that process yet, but certainly both Craig Conroy and uh, Brad Treeling. Um, Obviously, Chris Snow is a very important part of this organization, but with his health reasons, obviously he's, but he'll be continue to be a very important part of our management group. Just to follow on that, are any of them under contract right now? They're all under contract. Sorry, they, haven't even extended, I should say. We're not going to go through a public list of every staff member. We have 300 full-time staff members. We don't publish when the when the contracts are up for renewal and when we renew them. Currently, everyone in our staff is under contract. John. Understanding yeah. you don't want to peel back the onion today, as you said, is it a concern for the organization when someone in the general manager's role says, no thanks, I'm ready to move on? Um, well, again, there's a lot that goes into this, um, and, and uh, we attempted early on to, and then Brad and I both agreed to pause the decision when he wasn't pre- 
prepared to make it back early on, so we paused it. Um, and then we get to this point in time that we're over, we're out of the playoffs, and we meet again. And so at that point in time, we both agree maybe we shouldn't extend. John, over the past sort of calendar year, um, Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk, now Brad Treeler, there have been a number of fairly prominent people who have chosen not to be here and not to stay with the Flames organization. Why do you think that is and what can be done to make this more desirable? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get into this is some sort of snowball rolling down a hill. I think each one of those have individual circumstances and reasons for their decisions. And so I'm not going to retrade and rehash the last two and I'm not going to get too deep on this one. We have a great organization. We have a great city. We, got a, we have a really good team. I'm, I'm with Don on this. Man, man, oh man. Uh, this is painful to come into work today on a Monday and not be in the playoffs. We have a good team. We've got to make some decisions and go forward and have better success next year. Don, does Daryl Sutter your coach next season or does that have to be reviewed? I am uh, reviewing everything in the organization in management, coaching, players, scouting, um, how we. First of all, with the idea that what happened and why we underachieved and, and how we make this the best organization to, to chain our goals. Yeah, for both of you, Don, it's, it's, it's pretty evident on your face today how hard this is. Um, John, is that about as difficult a resignation situation as you've ever been involved in in business when Brad and you kind of had that hard end-of-the-line conversation. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, and Brad, Brad's a great guy, and, and we talked. We're going to have bourbons this summer at the lake because he's got a place out in the Okanagan, and we, we go uh, hang out there as well. And so we're going to remain friends. And, uh, you know, you kind of you get it. Uh, he's been here nine years. These are really high-pressure jobs. They're exhausting at times. And, 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 you know, you can say that they look glamorous and it's all the fun, but, but it's, it's hard work. And, and it comes a point in time, whether you're a general manager or you're something else, that, that you come to a conclusion that, boy, maybe I need to give my body and my brain a break. So, yeah, I, it is tough. Yeah. But I think, Lou, I think part of the, if you think back to last summer and the difficult the challenges that we had with, you know, the players that were leaving us and, and the, the, the job that Brad did, uh, to, and that's, you know, that's him. You know, with the, the work he put in and the, the agents and the players and the teams, the trades, uh, you know, we are in here all August, and I, I, you know, I'm on the sidelines and trying to help, but he's the one that's making all the calls till midnight, and I, I really do think it uh, it took his toll. And after eight nine years, he he just needs uh, needs a break, needs a break from uh, what he was doing, and he'll be. Oh, sorry. Were you told before or after <laughs> the Sharks game that Brad wouldn't be back? What were you told? Well, I, I had a me. I, you know, Brad. We talk every day, five times a day. He, he came into my office and sat down, and we were just, we were just talking. It was just he wasn't told. Well, that was the first time he actually said, "I, I don't think I'm going to be coming back." Um, that was on Wednesday morning, and uh, then he met with John obviously after we uh, our season ended, uh, and gave, and obviously John and Brad spoke. So. Um, Sort of. Uh, save for um, 2004, this organization hasn't gotten out of the second round since the Stanley Cup back in the late 1989, and fans are climbing for a rebuild. Like after this type of season, do you anticipate sort of a fundamental shift in how this organization runs its hockey operations? Given there hasn't been that real playoff run in, in 
close to 20 years now? Yeah, we're all dying through a deeper playoff run. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, we can take a deep breath here. And, and kind of, and that's what Don's going to do and take a look. And you're going to look at both, you're going to talk to the players, and you're going to do a deep dive in the analytics as well. And, and before you overreact, you don't want to underreact, but you want to overreact. Because you know what we have? We have a Vesna nominated goalie. I, I would keep him next year, and I can't wait to see Jacob come back and play next year. And, and we've got a really strong defense. And you watch Mackenzie Wigger, took some time to kind of get in, but boy, the second half of the season, awesome. And we've got a great, we've got a, we've got a great lineup that underperformed. So before we start, you use the word not me, I'm not allowed to ever use the word rebuild, but, but no, we're not gonna overreact here. Take our time, do the analysis, come up with the next step. Everyone a year ago, by the way, looked at us and went, holy mackerel, right? And that's why you drop the puck and play the game. And it didn't quite play out the way we thought it would, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, a year ago, everyone was like a coronation here. And so welcome to sports. And, and there isn't just an A to a B. If there was, everyone else would be doing it. But it's, it's hard. But we're going to do our best. Don, I was just going to say that I, I know it's disappointing, obviously, because you and Brad were good friends. But in the same sense, it is probably pretty exciting for you that you're going to have your footprint on this thing and from the top down sort of looking at this entire organization. You, you know, Brad, uh, he treated me like a partner, you know. Uh, my role here I, and I treated Brad when he was in Arizona we were partners we titles titles really aren't important to me um, it's certainly I, I'm, I'm thankful to, to to be able to have this opportunity to uh, help put this thing back on the direction that we we need to be on to win a cup so but I, I you know I'm not popping champagne and uh, doing uh, backflips and uh, today and this there's a lot of work here that we have to do and 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 uh, get some answers to why we're sitting here today. Go to Moses and then I believe Darren. Moses, go. Don, can you uh, speak to, uh, I, I guess it's still fresh and the, the journey still begins for you today, but the interest uh, for the job, have you already seen text messages, emails, that sort of thing, you know, people just currying favor with you, just trying to see if that GM job is, is one that uh, is still available for it. I could show you my phone right now since 10.30. I, I, I left mine upstairs. Yeah, yeah. It, there's people texting me that I haven't heard of in 15 years that are saying, you know what, I think I can do the job, you know. And, uh, uh, but you know, uh, Don, there might be some sportscasters. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure. The, uh, call John, please. Yeah, yeah. I've got enough for sure. problems. But, no, it, it's... Uh, Again, prior to the obviously the uh, the, the, the statement uh, put out, it, it was very uh, confidential in the sense that we didn't you know, nothing really leaked, obviously. But certainly, you'll hear from people that had had the role in the past and have experience. And uh, and again, it's all part of kind of finding uh, finding that right person. Darren, do you have a question? Do you yeah, just a bit unrelated, though, so if we want to just exhaust okay, we'll go to Eric, and then we'll go to Wes. Go ahead, Eric. You, you joked about you're not allowed to use the word rebuild. Is there not an understanding, though, that at some point in the evolution of every organization, in every pro sport, at some point a rebuild it cannot be out of the question? Yeah, I think you have to look at the – it's a point in time, Eric, for sure. And you've got to look at the assets you have in front of you and decide. And we would have done that a year ago, quite frankly. Uh, when, when we had a deal on the table um, uh, for Matthew, there was, there was a rebuild a deal, and then there's a build the team because we've got a lot of good pieces point in time. So there was a reflection point a year ago, and that'll be a point in time, and we'll reflect again at the right point in time. Go ahead, Wes. Don, do you expect to see Brad in another general manager role soon? 
soon, no. Some point, yes. Uh, he's very good. He's uh, right. Uh, he just he just needs a mental break for a little bit. Uh, and, and if that's what he wants to do, uh, you know, he has a lot of things in his life that he could do. Um, but no, to me, if if he is available down the road, I, I'm sure he'll be on on any team's list of interview lists. In my opinion, I think he's that good. Go ahead, Julian. Uh, it was mentioned in the release that. Uh, the next candidate would want to build upon the work that Brad has done. I was just wondering if you can go into more detail about what exactly you're looking for in the next general manager for the Calgary Flames. Well, again, we really haven't. I haven't started to focus on that at all. I'm, my my task right now is is has been for the last four days is is this year and the analysis we're doing uh, for what happened and how we move forward in in the, and just to get a better handle on what we think went wrong. Once we start the process of getting ideas to uh, what we're looking for in that role, um, and that's going to take some time. It's going to be looking for ins uh, insights from John and his business experience. We have people here in the office that are experienced, and uh, I, certainly part of the process is reaching out to the people that I know uh, from being in the game so long. Uh, you know, it's the, 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 the people you really, really like and respect to say, do you have any ideas on a, on a manager? Who's the, next, who's the next guy? Who's the next really sharp guy that's ready for a, ready for a shot at the So, so, so I'll, lay, I'll layer on that a little bit, right? So you're going to talk about a decision matrix, and you're going to come up with the qualities that you'd want, right? And you're going to start with leadership. And, and, and you can go to your Stephen Covey leadership books and determine what the characteristics of a strong leader are. But you're talking about someone that you trust, someone that's got uh, great communication skills. Um, and so you go through the list. So we're going to come up with a matrix, and some of it's going to be peer leadership. And then you're going to narrow down into subject matter expert. And, 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 uh, and then you're going to get into other characteristics like energy and, and ability to deal with stress. And so there's, yeah, there's a whole approach here that we'll take, and, and you'll, you'll apply that methodology. Okay, I think we'll go to the last question for Derek. John, um, since it came up on Friday, uh, can you update us on the state of arena? Uh, any arena discussions that are going on? So I can't hear you. Your phone broke up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I can't say much publicly. What I, what I can say is, is what we've actually said, and it's Sonia Sharp has said from the Event Centre Committee, uh, is that there are conversations going on, uh, which is a good thing. Um, but that's about as much as we can say at this point. That big picture. Any concerns about the attendance down the stretch? Not many sell-ups when this team was pushing for a spot. You know what? If I told you we were really excited for how we ended the year and we had projections as to how we thought we'd come out of COVID and where we ended up, and we did better than we thought we would. So we're 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 pretty we're pretty encouraged by by what happened. Were the last couple of games soft? Yeah, they were. Uh, we were seven points out of a playoff spot when we were trying to sell tickets for the last four games. That's never helpful. He's got to do a better job, so we don't have that hard sell to do. But no, we're 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 really we're really happy. Other than not being in the playoffs, which is a gut punch, uh, we've had a, we've had a good year, and we really appreciate all the support of the fans. It's been awesome. Okay, sorry. One more question here is Salam. Sure, uh, Don. You mentioned you were you were in on player exit interviews. Were there any themes, or what was the feedback that guys gave you as to what went wrong on the ice or in the room? What what were themes that they touched on in those meetings? You know, so I'm I'm really not. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about that today. Um, just uh, there will be a time we can talk about it. I'm not through my evaluation, and and you know, in these interviews, there's a lot said. We I made a point of of uh, a lot of times these exit interviews are. A 10-minute, uh, you know, hello, how are you? And uh, you know, 
what do you think? Where you, what are you doing this summer? And, you know, good luck, you know, and if you need help, call us. But this was a sort of an in-depth in, in uh, interview process. So I'm not in a position that I want to speak on it. I still have to digest it. And, uh, and I don't know about you, when I do an interview, I take a lot of notes. And, uh, and then I have to summarize the notes and then digest the notes. And I'm, you know, I'm not there yet. Okay. There you go. That is live from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. GM, interim GM now, Don Maloney and President of Hockey Ops, along with CSEC CEO and President John Bean, will be back with more coverage of the Calgary Flames and the news that they are mutually parting ways with Brad Living after a break here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. You're listening to Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on the home of the Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, Sportsnet Today rolling on another special edition of the program. Reacting to the massive news from the Calgary Flames today. But now former GM Brad Treliving and the team have mutually agreed to part ways. Don Maloney will now serve as the team's interim GM and has been promoted to president of Hockey Ops, he will lead the Flames' search for their next GM. You heard from Don and John Bean, president and CEO of CSEC, a little bit earlier on live here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Coming up in just moments, we will head to the Scotiabank Saddledome once again and hear from Don Maloney live with our own Pat Steinberg for an exclusive one-on-one that you can only hear right here on Sportsnet 960, the fans. So keep it tuned right here. In just moments, we will head back to the uh, Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Hot Stove Lounge to hear from the interim GM and Pat Steinberg as the the news today uh, became official that uh, Brad Living would not come back. We knew he headed into this offseason without a contract extension in hand. Going back to the press conference, Don Maloney said that it was as early as last Wednesday that Brad expressed to him that he probably wasn't going to be back as this team's GM, and that of news now official today. A full-scale review going to be handed uh, to the seat of Don Maloney. He will, uh, as he said multiple times during his press conference today, be looking at all aspects of the organization, coaching, management, players, and scouting. Of course, many people wondering what the status of head coach Daryl Sutter is. As of right now, he remains the head coach. Don will meet with him either tomorrow or Wednesday. And when directly asked about it from Wes Gilbertson, Post Media, and uh, contributor on Flamestock, said, look, everything's under review. He sat in and was a part of all players' exit interviews. So Don Maloney up there with uh, those who have the most experience and clearly a pulse on where this team is going. Disappointed to not make the playoffs, disappointed to say goodbye to his good friend, who he knows well from their time together in Arizona. Brad then, you know, once he was GM of, of Calgary and an established leader in the Flames organization, brought Don Maloney in after his tenure ended with the Coyotes. So clearly a close relationship there, but as he was asked today, it was not a package deal with Brad Living. It was not a Brad goes, Don goes sort of thing. And Don Maloney, with a long tenure of 
NHL experience now the president of Hockey Ops, and that's the biggest news aside from Brad Treliving leaving the organization today, is that uh, they're bringing back another role in this organization that you know uh, many will remember, someone like Brian Burke held for a long time here in Calgary as sort of that buffer between ownership and hockey management. If you missed it and you're you're looking for you know points of interest from the the press conference timeline for a GM, there isn't one according to Don Maloney. He and John Bean will continue to go through a list together of candidates, uh, assistant GMs, obviously in the organization, like Craig Conroy, will all be considered for the job, but they are looking for somebody to come in and help fix the problems for this team. As Don said, they uh, are massively disappointed that this team is not going to be one of the 16 teams kicking off playoff action across the NHL today, either today or tomorrow. So that requires a full and extensive review that will be put on the plate of Don Maloney. This is Sportsnet Today. It's Logan Gordon along with you. We're just moments away from heading back to the Scotiabank Saddledome. We will take you Live to the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Hot Stove Lounge and hear from Pat Steinberg and Don Maloney, an exclusive one-on-one coming your way here on Sportsnet 960 in just moments. Uh, as you can imagine, lots of media commitments, lots going on at the Scotiabank Saddledome today, so uh, be prepared. But we will head there very quickly to get you a live one-on-one for the GM and uh, the interim GM, I should say, and Pat Steinberg. Uh, as you can imagine, busy day. Anytime Flames news comes in, and uh, that's where the fan feedback line comes into play to get your reaction. 960-960. I know it was buzzing during the Eric Francis show uh, a little bit earlier today as he and Ryan Leslie broke down the news ahead of the press conference. And uh, now we are seeing more and more of it. Uh, and we'll get you some of the reactions, some of the texts that came in during that press conference. And uh, if you have more thoughts, you can hit them, hit them up at 960-960. Uh, first text that came in just as we were heading to the um, to the podium at the Ed Whalen Media Lounge. This one says, uh, is the problem as big as we're making it to be? Oilers were a bigger mess last year, a year and a half ago, excuse me. And the only major change they made was changing the coach and not a high profile name at that. Now look at where they are. To me, the interviews with Backlund and Lindholm seem to indicate the issue is in the dressing room. So why is the coach saying if Treliving is going, should so should Sutter? Uh, this text says, I can't listen to this. John needs to go. Um, Matt and Cochran, are, uh, our guy texting us in live as, as some of the reaction was coming in, uh, saying this isn't going well. It feels like it's gone from bad to combative. This text came in while we were uh, listening there. Says, I understand why we don't hear from John Bean as often. Uh, lots of people questioning and, and wanting more resolution on what exactly this means for Daryl Sutter going forward. Didn't get a lot of that. We did hear that Don was going to meet with Daryl either tomorrow or Wednesday and said that the coaching will obviously be part of the review, but didn't say whether or not that was going to be something going forward that they were going to change. 
Uh, Mick brings up a good question. I wonder if Maloney has the power to do what he needs to do and potentially fire Daryl. This text says, what an embarrassment of a press conference. Do they really think all the fans are idiots? What a joke. Uh, This one says, uh, absolutely no ownership accountability. That's what I've taken away from the last few weeks and for this press conference. Uh, Brian texted into 960-960 and said, uh, one thing I kind of got from this press conference, Daryl's not going to be the GM when he said they're looking for any new uh, and younger ideas. Also, if that's their viewpoint, it wouldn't surprise me if Daryl's job is also going to be reviewed pretty strongly. Yeah, I, I do think it's going to be in review for sure. I don't know, like a couple of texters have pointed out, Brian, if that means Don Maloney has the go-ahead to make the call on, on Daryl Sutter's job himself, but it's clearly going to be something that's brought up and clearly something he's going to be aware of given the fact that he mentioned to us he was in on all of the uh, player exit interviews uh, over the last couple of days. This one says, uh, can't say that was very encouraging. Maloney uh, seemed clued in, but John Bean saying he isn't allowed to say the word rebuild, saying that they have a great team is alarming. Got a real leave us alone. This is a hard day vibe. If that's the case, they should have taken a day and done the press conference tomorrow, feeling very worried about the future. This one says, no timeline for a GM, no timeline for a captain, no accountability from our coach. We can all see the same trend. Come on, Flames fans, we need to wake up. Uh, More reaction as the press conference was going along here. This one says, that was a brutal and tone-deaf press conference. John Bean was so snarky, disappointed as a Flames fan, not not in a rush to renew my season tickets after that. Uh, lots of the same reaction to, to the press conference here. Uh, this one says organization seems toxic, stuck in their old ways, unwilling to move forward. This one says that was brutal. Same old, same old defensive spin from the organization. Uh, what else we got here? Nine, six, zero, nine, six, zero. Just going through the text line here as, uh, we are going to go back to the Scotiabank Saddledome in a few moments. Pat Steinberg going to speak with uh, interim GM and now president of hockey operations, uh, Don Maloney. But uh, as we do that, reaction from you, the texters, live here on Sportsnet today at 960-960 following the press conference uh, with John Bean and Don Maloney. Uh, This one says, how is it you say they agreed to go separate ways, but there is no contract? Brad left and I don't blame him. The organization has no want to win. Just fill the saddle, don't make money. The hell with paying fans. Start asking some tough questions to players and ownership. Well, I, I say that because, uh, and I believe Pat could correct me about this, I believe Brad's contract would have gone until June 30th, technically. So he would still be under contract as of today. So I think both sides, when we say mutually agreed to go separate ways, that's what we're talking about, is that he technically could still be the GM until that time, but Obviously, if he's not going to be back, it's better for the organization to say, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna get rid of this today, and we're gonna start looking for the next GM and letting Don uh, do his thing uh, as soon as possible." Because you've got free agency, you've got a draft coming up, uh, you have a whole lot of massive decisions to make um, as far as UFAs that might be extending this year, so. Uh, yeah, as soon as they need to uh, 
figure out the GM situation. They they need to get to it sooner or later. That's why I say it's a you know mutual parting of ways sooner than later. Uh, more of your text here at nine six zero nine six zero. Uh, Dale in Drumheller texts us in and says, Dear Mr. Murray Edwards, I think the stay competitive philosophy is necessary in smaller hockey markets to fill seats, but if you come out and announce a rebuild and inject youth into our lineup, I still think you'll fill the seats every night because of how passionate our fans are. Then you can build a powerhouse and charge out of the rear for the cup finals tickets to finally make your money back. Uh, this one says Sutter might be a good coach, but for some players, I think a new voice surely can't hurt. This text says, how is Todd Button never on the hot seat? 20 plus years of weak drafting is one of the reasons they're in this mess. I look, I'm, I'm with the organization in the sense that everything needs to be reviewed. I think scouting needs to be reviewed for sure. I don't, I don't know that I would necessarily put a negative spin on, on what, the the scouting staff has done. I think you look at, at Johnny Gaudreau, you look at, you know, Rasmus Anderson, some of these guys that are in the organization. Now look at what Dustin Wolf's becoming as a seventh round pick. I think as always with scouting, there's going to be good and bad, but yeah, to, to look at it and say that it's part of this review is, is absolutely necessary. Uh, this one says uh, with Don Maloney as president, could he bring in Shane Doan in a development role? Don was Shane's agent back in the day in the nineties. Uh, I do know that there's a relationship there, but I don't think, um, I think Shane's taking on a bigger role in the coyotes organization. And I can't see him wanting to, uh, to pass up on that as they just get things going uh, in the desert over the next couple of years. Uh, Debbie texts in says fans, please keep giving us your money, but we won't be accountable or ever answer your questions. What a joke. This one says, John Bean, that doesn't install a lot of confidence in us fans listening to him today. Uh, this one says, at least Ken King was able to articulate and get points across. I know everyone has different skill sets, but someone needs to be the face of this organization. John is not it. This is an example of how he deals with things. No wonder we don't have a new arena. Uh, this one says, slapping the face on Conroy. Can't grow prospects, can't grow executives either. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, this text says Murray Edwards loves Sutter. Any GM will have to defer to the coach. Can you imagine Conroy trying to rein him in? Uh, Raj texting in at nine six zero nine six zero. Uh, Raj regular text. Appreciate it, man. Maloney just confirmed a rebuild was on the table for Chucky. Is Maloney the right guy for hockey ops? Yeah, it's interesting to hear that they, they did go down that that avenue and thought process of a rebuild when the Chucky news came down and you can understand why it, it made a lot of sense at the time, but I think we know and Raj is a regular texter and people that, you know, watch this team and observe this team on a regular basis. You know that as soon as they were given the chance by Florida to perhaps avoid a rebuild and avoid going down that road, you kind of knew which way they were going to go. Uh, there's tons of texts at nine six zero nine six zero. You can keep uh, throwing them in here. We're gonna read them all. This is all reaction day for the news. Uh, whether you heard the press conference with Don Maloney and John Bean, or you just want to react to the news that Daryl Sutter and the Calgary Flames are mutually parting ways, uh, we're here for you at nine six zero nine six zero. The fan feedback line always open to you.
Uh, Kyle says, I don't get all the hate of the organization. They clearly wanted Brad back, and he's pulling a Johnny. They have to pivot again. That's what Maloney has to do, a deep dive now. Be patient, fans. Decisions will be made, just not today. Uh, this one says, John Bean should not be doing pressers. His standoff defensive demeanor is not what fans needed to hear today. Uh, this one says, why are uh, you texters mad at the press conference? What did you expect management to say? Pull out the files and go all open book like Vancouver's GM Jim Rutherford did. I don't know. I, I think people, I look, I got a pretty negative feel from that today too. I can understand why a few people feel the way they do. I think it's just, it can be frustrating at, at such a crucial time for this organization that there needs to be such a, a deep dive done by everybody. And look, anytime a long tenured executive who makes massive decisions leaves, there needs to be some sort of look into that for sure. But I, I just... And look, maybe maybe more of those answers will come, but it, it certainly felt like an organization today that didn't have a lot of answers to questions. And and yes, those press conferences, uh, to the texter's point, aren't always the forum for open books. But it's just it's a tough time for Flames fans coming off of a year where they expected so much. There was a lot of change. They don't really know who's calling the shots and what direction it needs to go in. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not. You're allowed to feel however you want to today, but I'm just saying, as far as the people that feel upset about what they heard today, I can totally understand uh, that aspect of it for sure. Um, Did you just say Daryl uh, in the Flames of Party Ways? No, I did not say that. I said the GM, uh, Brad Schlivening and the team mutually parted ways. Uh, Daryl will be uh, meeting with Don Maloney in the next couple of days and uh, will be undergoing a review of the coaching situation in Calgary, but we didn't get any uh, more clarity on that as to what will happen with the coaching staff other than that they'll be meeting and uh, part of the review. Um, oh, but I did say, Daryl, I apologize. I didn't mean to uh, to do that and set the, uh, the text line of fire. I didn't mean to do that. Misspoke, Alex. That's what happens when you say 10,000 words an hour. You're trying to manage like four different names rotating. That's all. Uh, that's all you did. Uh, as yeah, see, this, this is what the text line's for. I did say Daryl. Uh, apologies, I didn't mean to say Daryl. Meant to say that uh, the GM Brad Living and the team mutually parting ways. Uh, sorry about that. Just speaking again, ten thousand words a minute. How many people do you think like spit out their coffee? <laughs> yeah, probably too many. <laughs> probably too many. I'm trying to read. There's just a list of texts that continuously fly through, and this text wants Daryl, and this one says Edwards, and this one says Bean, and this one says. And I'm just trying to uh, to keep it all together. Apologies if I sent your heart rate uh, spiking in the wrong direction there. At this time, it just the entire organization of the Calgary Flames is gone. Just every single one of them. Yeah, I should have just should have just said that. It would have made more sense. Uh, okay. Well, now that we're back uh, speaking proper terms, and yes, Todd and everybody else, I appreciate you guys. Let me know. Uh, I did say that because I don't always I don't always hear the words that come out of my mouth. Uh, in this sort of things, but yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, and I like this text. We need to do a review on Alex signed uh, George Russick. What? No, real? No, fair enough. Wow, good text, strong text. Uh, okay, no. gotta have that exit interview soon. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, back to your text here, 960-960. I will uh, effort to remain solid in saying the correct names when I um, read your text and try not to send you through the, your uh, car window screaming for uh, joy or panic either way. Uh, this one says, John Bean can put my season ticket renewal into his matrix and find someone new. Fair enough. Um, this one says, Flames fans since 1980, we lose two key players last summer, GM this summer, and at least two more key players publicly stating they won't re-sign here. What's the common denominator? I feel it's Sutter. Then we can see the arrogance of Flames management today with John Bean. This Flames fan has had enough. This text says, realizing that the team requires a rebuild the year after Connor Bedard is available uh, is peak Calgary Flames. Uh, this one says, Sutter is not able to work with this age group. His style is outdated. These young players can't take it. Do you think he took out Huberto, Kadri, or Lindholm and encouraged them or gave them true confidence and leadership insight? I don't think so. He needs to go. Oh, this says fans telling other fans to be patient when this organization hasn't won anything meaningful in decades is infuriating to me. I'm done being patient. I just want to see a team committed to winning or to making money. Let me know either way so I can spend my money on a meaningful team, not one that's just out to make dollars make sense. Fair enough. That's a frustrated fan, but a fan that I think a lot of people... Uh, can relate with today. Uh, this one says from TJ, I read some of the reason we didn't get Zucker the trade deadline was there was a deal in place because Edwards was on vacation, was unreachable to approve the trade. Is there any truth to that? Uh, so there's nothing to be left to said in the commitment from ownership. Um, I, I can't speak to the exact truth of, of that one, but yeah, it's there's always one that... Um, those rumors, I think most major organizational moves, especially at this level when you have an owner like Murray, um, wind up having to come back to him one way or another, but I can't I, I can't say the validity of that one one way or another. Uh, this one says, refreshing on Trillivings part to know he could not take this team any further. Do you think it's Craig Conroy's time? That's a tough one. I Look, I think Craig Conroy is as qualified for this job as anybody. He knows the organization in and out. I think he loves the organization. I think that he's been a part of everything in this organization. I, I think he should be a top candidate, but I don't know if it's if this is his time or not. I don't know from an ownership perspective, from a management perspective, I, what does this team need? Does this team need a veteran GM? that can work his way through this? Does this team, is this team sold? And this is something we still don't have answers on. Does the team need to bring in a GM that is okay with Daryl Sutter as the coach? Is that a non-negotiable for this team? As Don Maloney and John Bean start going down the list is question one on the interview process. Look, we're not going to let you hire a new head coach for at least two years. Are you okay with Daryl Sutter being your head coach? Can a young GM come in and not have – can any GM – I don't think it's fair to put a head coach on any new GM. I think that has to be a coaching – I think that one for me has to be a purely GM's perspective. I don't think we've seen many, if any, 
successful long-term relationships where the coach has been decided for the GM ahead of time. So does Craig Conroy fit the bill of uh, of a GM that's okay with that head coach being there? Is Craig right for the situation? I don't know. I think Craig has every aspect and ability that you would want in a GM, but do they fill the needs of what this team is right now? I have no idea. I, I know when Don was speaking earlier, he spoke of terms like young and innovative and all those sort of things. Uh, so I don't know if Craig fits that that mold like that. It's going to be interesting to see for sure where exactly they lean because I do think that whoever the next GM that comes in is going to have, um, you know, a, a big task on their hands when they try to figure out how to make this work. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side. Did promise you that we'd hear from Pat Steinberg and Don Maloney. That is coming up next. So keep it locked right here. On Sportsnet 960, that's coming up next uh, here on a special edition of Sportsnet today. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.